Hey, onesies, Josh Williams here, and thanks for checking out the One Man Podcast. There's now over 200 episodes and dozens of bonus interviews, all of which are available at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, and many more. And you know what? If you don't have any of those apps, no big deal, because you can listen anytime at onemanpodcast.com. So be sure to subscribe, because it's always free, and there's a new episode out every Wednesday. And while you're at it, leave a review. It's a great way to help the podcast, and it doesn't cost you a thing. Follow One Man Podcast on all the major socials, and you'll get bonus content and pictures, fun stuff for yourself. And finally, if you have something that you want read on the show, send it to contact at onemanpodcast.com, because if you send it, I'll read it on an upcoming episode. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. What's up, everybody? This is DJ Demers. I'm K. Trevor Wilson. Hey, it's Krista Allen. Hi, this is Rick Mercier. What's up, guys? This is Paul Verzi, and you are listening to the One Man Podcast. Yeah! My name is Josh Williams, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 337 for Wednesday, October 8th, 2023. How is it going, onesies? You guys having the best day ever, having the best week ever, having the best time of your life? Boy, I sure hope you are. I'm like, boy, I would love to hear about it. Sure hope you are. That's what I went with. What is the One Man Podcast, if you're turning in for the first time? It is me, comedian, brand ambassador, earthling, Josh Williams, telling you what's going on with me personally, professionally, and everything in between. And this week, I'm going to tell you guys about a lot of work stuff that I did. Not a ton of super, well, yeah, what a great way to plug the show. I didn't do anything interesting this week. Goodbye. I didn't do a, a ton of stuff that I would call, oh, see, that's what happens when you let the dog in. He was he was so sad sleeping in his bed outside my door. You know what I mean? Just so sad. Just 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 wants to be here, but I close the door because he comes in and he finds a, a toy or something and he'll put it down beside me and he'll bark at me until I throw it from him and I come right back and do it again. And he will not stop ever. Other onesies who've met him know this. He's a great little dog, but he is bad for, for audio business. And so I felt bad. I opened the door and I let him come in and he came up on the bed and he curled up and he just laid down. I was like, that's great. The second record the podcast, he's just chilling. And as soon as I start recording, he gets up, shakes himself off. I don't even know if he'll hear his, his collar or whatever, because Alphonic may clean that up. But, but yeah, and then up and he's gone. So I don't know if he's gone to find a toy or if he's gone, you know, to, to just do something else, but I'm going to close the door and hopefully he doesn't scratch to get left back in. So give me two seconds to do that. And then I will get on with the index of this podcast. I just went back out to his bed in the hall. So close the door. Now I don't have to worry. So this week, I'm going to tell you guys about a couple little dorky video games that I played a few different events, did three different events. Since we last spoke, I sold a rare item on eBay and, you know, posted some more shit on online, like really just kind of trying to live my life, get things back together. I've got a lot of stuff that I have to get done before the end of the calendar year. So I need to start working on that. And I'm, I'm kind of just running around a bit with my head cut off, doing some stuff. It's, it's calming down a little bit in the house. Like everyone's just living their day to day. You know, Crystal's gone during the day. I'm, I'm gone at night or most of the day. So I was gone like during the weekend, essentially the time where she'd be home. I'm here. So there's not a lot of time to coexist. I would say, tried some other things. I'll tell you guys about the events and over there. This might be a short one. We might all just get home to our families a little bit earlier this time. I did a, I'll tell you this first. I, I had to do three trainings this week, which are annoying. I, I had to do, I guess it wasn't this week. I did them last week and I believe that they all happened. <laughs> so essentially whenever I do one of these gigs, we got to do like a, an hour zoom call or whatever, just to train us in the event. They'll show us the training deck, the, the assets, the footprint, what everything's going to look like, what we're doing, yada, yada, yada. 
So I did, I did an event for HelloFresh on the weekend. I did an event for the fifth anniversary of legalized cannabis in Canada. And I did an event for TD Bank. They had a big, you know, client appreciation gala with hosts and stuff like that. So I did three different events in the last few days, but I had to train for each and every one of them because all of them were different. I had to have three different training dates. Also, I am noticing that my my voice sounds a little weird. One of the benefits of having monitors is you can ha- you can hear it. There's a little bit of a slur when my voice when I'm speaking. I am still wearing my aligners. I'm in the the second set now since I uh, ordered new ones, and going well. I'm doing pretty good. There's some times where like I'll take them out to make breakfast, and before you know it, I'm, I'm downstairs. I'm shooting the shit. I'm talking. I'm answering some phone calls. I'll have you know somebody send me a text that I got to get back to. Come back and sit before I know it, like two three hours have gone by, and I haven't you know brushed my teeth and put my aligners back in. So I'm being a good bitch as best I can with those. Some of these events have been out and people are offering like, like food stuff, or whatever. And I'm like, oh, I can't have the aligners. It's helping, helping with the diet. Although the, the one fail is that, you know, I'll be, I'll be most of the day being good, have my coffee in the morning, maybe like a bagel. And then, you know, I'll, I'll come back. I'll be good the whole shift. And then, you know, nine 30, 10 o'clock, I've been, you know, working six hours or something like that on my feet, busy, a lot of moving, a lot of doing stuff. And then I'll, I'll fuck up and get like, you know, some pizza or something on the way home, which is not great before bed, but yeah. So, you know, stutter steps, not, uh, not consuming a whole lot, just consuming at bad times, not great stuff and at not great times, but talking about the, the trainings last week, guys, every single one of them, it was like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and they were all at like two in the afternoon. And that was frustrating because I'm trying to essentially get ready. It's, it's tough because like whenever you have to be stuck to your computer, it sucks when it happens in the middle of the day, like two o'clock, you know what I mean? All of them were for two o'clock for some reason. And so, you know, you, you, I've been staying up a little bit later. I think I mentioned that in the last podcast, just having a a bit of a tough time falling asleep at night. And I'm, (laughs) I, I, I find that I'm waking up at like 10 or 11 you know, puttering around, making breakfast or something like that. Like you can't just get up and go do shit, right? I, I would do that if I had the, yeah, I guess we all make those excuses, right? We well, I would do it if I had more time, but essentially I'm trying to, you know, be good, <laughs> be productive. So I'll wake up and I'll like, I'll post a couple things. And like, I do a lot of little puttery tasks as opposed to like actually going and doing something that I know is going to take me longer because I'm like, well, I got that training. You know what I mean? So it sucked having trainings right in the middle of the day where it's two o'clock. You know what I mean? It makes it hard. It also makes it hard to plan, like book a book a, a gig or an event or something when you know you have a training right in the middle of the day. Just a little bit of a pet peeve. I'd rather do them early in the morning or let's do them in the evening. So did one for HelloFresh, did one for the cannabis gig. And that that training like call for the cannabis gig was like maybe 10 minutes. It was the fastest one I've done. Like a lot of them, they're like, you know, an hour and we, you know, we get to the 45 minute mark. The the TD Gala one went the, sorry, the HelloFresh one went for the entire hour. There was, there was a guy just, you know, he's like, he's the, 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 the rep who does very well with HelloFresh, but he was just like, he was that, that multi-level marketing guy. Who's like, oh, it's great. You know, people are like, oh, what's this? No, they're not. They're always like, oh, that sounds great. No, they don't. You know what I mean? Like I've, I've done it before. And I started asking questions like, oh, if you do well, I'm like, when someone says this, like, oh no, people won't say that. And he's like, don't worry, you're going to find once you're there and you're doing it. I'm like, I've already done it, dude. Like I, I made it clear early. I'm like, I've done these before, but I, I just never sat through on a training call on one. So it was one of those, like, it's just, everything's great. And once they hear what it is, they want to sign up right away. And I'm like, mm, all right, whatever. Like I'm, I've been a customer of theirs and I've been, you know, and I've, I've done the program. So that was just one where it's like, every time I would ask an honest question that should maybe have a 30 second response, he would go on for five minutes and just say the same thing over again. It, it was like, 
you know, if he had a question, he would just repeat his little three or four minute, you know, pitch. So I'm just like, you're not answering my questions. You're just repeating yourself that like, oh, it's great. And you're going to find the, yeah, they just, you put that code in, they're going to know right away. It's great. You know, you always ask them like, it was just like literally the same thing. Kind of like what I'm doing right now. So I got through those, had these stuff. I played, I played some games last week, guys. I'm like, it's like seven and a half minutes in. I don't think it's gonna be very long at all. I didn't want to shit on the training. Like I liked working all of these events. But it's funny, the, the, just the HelloFresh call went on for so much longer than it needed to. And then the cannabis one, I was almost like, holy shit, A, I'm glad it was only 10 minutes. But at the same time, I wish, you know, I wish I'd known a little bit more about it, but it was fine. The event was fine. I did, I had everything I needed to, to, to do it. I mean, in the TD event one, I don't even really remember much of the call to be completely honest with you. But outside of that, I, uh, I was playing some games. I, uh, I like me little indie games from time to time, because as a person with a million things to do, I don't feel like I can get into big, long video games, despite the fact that I want to come in and just shut my brain off. Some people love video games. Some people think that they're the dumbest waste of time. And it's funny too, because I, I had roommates and friends like both Kamar and Al at times, neither one of them played video games ever. They didn't, they didn't look at them disparagingly. They're like, yeah, I just don't play video games, but they would spend the entire day, you know, from, from waking up to going to sleep. I might say sunrise and sunset, but well past that watching like TV, you know what I mean? Like watching, like just binging shows or YouTube or whatever it is. Al predominantly would like pick a series and like watch an entire season in a day. So it's just one of those things where it's funny. Cause if you had somebody who is like, oh, I'm, I go out hiking all the time and I build things and my, you know, my hobbies are crafting. It's like, okay, well that's, that's a different archetype at all. Who sees any kind of sitting around and, you know, has not I mean, more people who read or something like that. But it's funny. These are guys who consume digital, you know, television entertainment. And I just like, yeah, just don't play video games. All that to say, uh, excuse me. I don't know why, but brushing my teeth today and putting my liners in my mouth has had this really dry dryness to it. So that's where I'm noticing that. I don't know if my saliva production is, is too much. If you're hearing the aligners on my teeth, the way they are right now, I try to take them up for a podcast too, but you know, you finally get them back in and you're like, Oh shit. Yeah. I'm going to talk. So you guys can let me know, contact at one man podcast.com. If I should be talking with these aligners in, or if you don't really notice it, and maybe it's just me noticing something, you know, like a little freckle or a, a crow's foot or something. And you're like, oh my God, look at me. I look terrible. Nobody else even sees it. I played an indie game called run sausage run, where it's almost, it's almost a little like a flappy bird, not in how, it, not in how it looks or whatever, but in the sense that you've only got one button and it's, and it's like circle on the PlayStation. So you press that button and your sausage like leans back, like he's playing limbo and starts running. So you're just going in a straight line, avoiding obstacles. So you're not jumping. You're not, you're not doing anything particularly agile wise. It's literally just like a go and stop button that you play. So when you press the button, the sausage like leans back and starts sprinting. And then when you let go of it, he's just kind of walking. So you can never stop. But the idea is that there's like, I played this beach level where you've got people like trying to stab their, their umbrella into the sand. And that's like an overhead danger, like trying to stab you from the top. Then you've got jellyfish in the sand that are clear and then they turn red, like they're going to sting you. So if you're standing on it, when, when it turns red, you get hurt that way. You've got what is it like puddles that if you don't run across them, you sink to the bottom. So you got to kind of like, you know, tap dance across the surface. There's crabs that'll swing their claws. Right. So if you're not like bent over in half, you know, 
running. You'll get, you'll get chopped in half by these crabs, babies crying and smacking their shovels down onto the ground. So it's just, it's just obstacles. You know what I mean? That's really all it is, is obstacles and you're, you know, bending below them. But then there's like these little, you know, power-ups that you can either stand up straight and catch or try to avoid, slow down to not get them. Cause some of them will make you bigger, which means even when you're kind of limbo running, you'll, you'll still hit the the stuff and die. So you get certain power-ups you don't want to get some that'll shrink you, some that'll freeze the, the, you know, obstacles so that they don't, you know, swing at you or come down or whatever it is. It just, it was a fun little time waster game. Played that for, for a couple evenings, finishing all the, the trophies and, and, you know, I don't call them missions, tasks, you know, whatever <laughs> obstacles, events, whatever you, whatever you want to call them. I, I hate that my brain is getting less and less efficient at coming up with synonyms and the words that I'm looking for. I also played a game called Macrotis. I don't know what the fuck it's it's supposed to mean. I believe it's just the name of the mouse, but it's this again a little indie game. It is it is a side scroller, not unlike something like Super Mario or whatever, where you're you're like a you know in in the video game community they call it a platformer, where you're jumping from one platform to another kind of thing. Mario's a a side scrolling platformer, the originals anyways. And so this one's like a side scrolling you know platformer, but it's like a puzzle game. So you're like this little mouse and she's got certain little abilities. Like she has a, a, a physical form and a spectral form, which is odd. So, you know, you'll walk into a wall and you can't go through it. So she'll stop and cross her legs and meditate. And then there's this astral version of her that can walk through walls and manipulate things and then go back to the other version. Like it's, it's just a bunch of puzzles. That's all it is, is every time you walk into a new room, you got to figure out the puzzle to get into the next space. I mean, I'd started that a long time ago. I hadn't finished it played it again. So this is just for anyone who happens to be a gamer. Macrotis, M-A, sorry, M-A-C-R-O-T-I-S. Sorry, I'm looking at it. Even, even saying it, spelling it is like crushing my brain. Maybe I'm going to have a stroke. This Maybe this episode will never be heard by anybody because my brain popped while I was recording it. But I played that game and I, I enjoyed myself doing it. Like I said, these are just the ways I was killing time in the evenings. I did... I did pick up another gig too. I, I, I decided I, I, out of the blue, I got a message from, from my, uh, my boss who has me doing all of these Metro grand openings. And she sent me a message saying, Hey, like there's a new one in, in London coming up next month. It's kind of last minute because I was under the understanding that, uh, after doing the one in Niagara Falls, that was the last one for, for the year, right? The next ones would be in, in 2024. So I got the message and I was like, well, I'm doing a, a Santa Claus event for November and December here in Ottawa. But I, uh, I reached out to those people because that program hasn't started and I'm giving them enough, enough notice. They're like, well, we can make that work. We can give you the time off. So it looks like I'll be in London, Ontario in be in London, Ontario in November, tail end of November. I'll be staying with, with Vanessa and John, my good friends. Red has of course read my nickname for Vanessa has, has helped me host the podcast on numerous occasions. And, and if it's in the cards, I get there Wednesday night. So that week's episode will have been recorded, but you know, uh, depending on where there's time and stuff, like if the week's going well and you know, maybe I'll record like a portion with her. Or I'll just, I'll just call her on the Tuesday and, uh, and record with her over the phone for, for, you know, what her thoughts were on the weekend and the fun stuff, whatever. But I'm looking forward to looking forward to doing that, looking forward to, to spending some time with my friend and, and doing another road gig, if you will. And I'm also, you know, I just, I like London, so I'm always happy to be able to help out anytime I can, anytime one of my, my brands that I work for is like, Hey, we need you last minute, you know? And, and a, it's nice for me to already be busy. So it's, it's, you know, to be able to be like, Hey, look, other people want me to, 
But I also like being able to help them out in the event that, you know, they, they, something comes up. I like them to know that I'm adaptable and I do my very best. So that in the event that I say no, they know that it's because there's really nothing else I could do. So I, I appreciate that. I got to try, I'm sorry, guys. I got to try a 20 year old espresso. So espresso has got a coffee in their stores right now. It's for the original line machine. So if you have the virtual that does everything that's not for that model, but it's one they started working on a long time ago. It's like a 20 year old aged coffee. I've only made one so far. And I fucked it up. So in the Nespresso original line machines, they're the ones that have like the little creamer sized capsules, right? They don't have those like round, you know, larger, larger capsules. They've got just the tiny little ones that look like creamers. That machine is designed to make an, an, a shot of espresso, right? So if you're an espresso drinker, that's exactly what it's designed to make, a little espresso. And then they have a, a version that they call the Lungo, which is... It's essentially an Americano, like not as much, not as much water because I'm sure I've said it before in the past, but it's been a hot minute. So just as a refresher in Europe where they drink espressos and, you know, cappuccinos and things like that, they don't, they don't drink full cups of coffee like we have here. They call that American coffee, which is why an Americano is a shot of espresso with more hot water added to it. So it's essentially got that strong flavor and then they just dilute it to about the point of a cup of coffee. Now, a regular drip coffee is going to have, you know, a stronger, it's hard to say, I'd say stronger taste, not really like it's more, more percolation and everything like that. It's actually going to have more caffeine too, because it's more beans and beans aren't roasted as long as an espresso, but that's where the Americano comes from is because it's essentially a shot of espresso with more hot water. And that's because Americans drink North Americans drink, you know, a cup of coffee versus like a little shot of it. Now, if you didn't know this, a cappuccino is frothed milk and a shot of espresso and a latte is hot milk and a shot of espresso. So if you want to know what the difference between a cappuccino and a latte is cappuccino should have more foam and, but, but both of them are made with a base of a, a shot of espresso. So that's why when you see the original line Nespresso machines, they will make a, a Lungo, right? So it's essentially just, it's still the same amount of coffee in the capsule, but it just pours more water through it and, and essentially makes it like a more diluted tasting cup of coffee. So you can get, excuse me, a cup of coffee. I'm sorry. I just burping after breakfast. You can get a, a cup of, of coffee out of out of a, an original line machine, but it's going to be more diluted. And honestly, it's about half of a cup of coffee. So it's more than just a shot of espresso, but it's, it's half a cup of coffee. Usually if I'm making a cup of coffee out of my, my original line machine, I'll use two of the capsules and I get about a full cup of coffee, strong taste of that one, because, you know, I own both machines as, as some of you know, and some of you might be thinking, well, the other machine just does a full cup of coffee. It does. It does. It does a full cup of coffee for sure. But there are flavors that are exclusive to one line or the other. And so if I want to try that flavor, I got to get that version. So a, that's why I have both machines and B that's why I'll make a full cup out of the, the original line one, but the original line does the, the shot of espresso better than the shot of espresso out of the, the virtual line. So you know, going full shirt. Here we go. I'm, I'm, I'm padding the numbers with just coffee talk. So just to give you an idea, the virtual line that has the larger capsules and makes multiple different sizes of coffee, 
that one on average has about five or six different flavors of espresso available at, at any given time. And on the virtual machine, you don't have the option to put a capsule in and run more water through it. I mean, you could theoretically hold like it's hard because as soon as you open the machine, it tries to throw the capsule out. So you have to go through this process of kind of holding it still so that the spikes don't, don't re-pierce it because you're going to be throwing grounds everywhere. Like it's, it's a lot. It's not, it is not impossible, but it is certainly not easy to reuse capsules over and over. That'd be the only way that you could reuse the same capsule and run more water through it. It would be to like keep it in place, open, close, and then run it again as if the machine will think it's a fresh capsule. Essentially, it doesn't give you different options for more or less water. They just know how much water based on the barcode and the size of the capsule. It's not like Keurig where all the capsules sorry, K cups are the same size and you just tell the machine how much water to run through it because there's, there's Nespresso capsules that will give you like a large to go mug full of coffee. And that capsule has more coffee in it. Whereas Keurig's like, oh yeah, you can do that with a Keurig. I'm like, yeah, you can, except it's still just a regular cup of coffee's worth of coffee and you're just running more water through it. So it's a diluted cup versus the Nespresso one, which will give you a, a, a fuller, you know, non-diluted large travel mug size of, of coffee. All this is to say that the reason I have the original line is that sometimes you want a cup of coffee that's got a flavor that the, the virtual line doesn't have. But also the re the reason that the original line comes with those arachinos, right? Like the milk frothers is because as I said, the, the base for a cappuccino or a latte is just a shot of espresso. And so for myself, I wanted to get some of the flavored coffees. So the, the flavored coffees for the virtual line only come in like a full cup of coffee. They don't come in espressos. So I'm like, if I'd like to make like a vanilla latte kind of thing with using the the capsule that's in there, I, I would use that, do the shot of espresso in it, and I can add sugar and stuff like that. And then I have like a, a flavored latte. There's other ways of doing it, of course. And there's other things you can froth like chocolate milk and eggnog and things like that in the, the arachino. But all that is to say that if you have the original line, you're giving yourself more options for your lattes, cappuccinos. And, and if you are an espresso drinker, it, it's going to give you a lot more options for espresso, but you can also put it through into a lungo. So whatever, whatever size espresso capsule you have, you can ask it to make you like half a cup of coffee instead of just, you know, the, the 40 milliliters or, or like what half an ounce, if you're doing it in ounces, like half a fluid ounce, like it's not a lot, but if you're sipping it, it's got intense flavor. Like that's how they do it in Europe. That's what an espresso is to sit and, and sip on. Right. So all that is to say that nine times out of 10, I am generally using my original line machine to make those lungo cups. So I, I had frothed myself some milk. Cause I'm like, I think that the first time I, I taste this 20 year old, I'd like to try it as like a latte or cappuccino. The issue is I, I just, you get such, such a hang of those two buttons, right? Well, the cappuccino and lungo, I got in such a habit of always doing the lungos that I hit the lungo and I basically put half a cup of coffee and half a cup of milk and everything's going to be diluted. So it's like tasting this thing is, is not even going to be a thing. So I need to go back and get myself, I need to try it again and not fuck it up this time. Cause I came back and I'm like, my cup had almost overflowed. And I was like, Jesus, what happened? And then it's, yeah, it's, you put half a cup of coffee in it. So anyways, I'm an idiot. As you all already know, that's a lot of coffee talk, but hopefully you're all a little bit older, a little bit wiser now with your coffees <laughs> as a result of me running my mouth. But I tried it. I'm, I'm hoping that it's good because most espresso capsules, especially for the original line, you're looking at like eight or $9 for 10. So you're like 80 cents a piece. 
It's not cheap, but it's not stupid expensive either. This one was $15 and I, I'm sorry, I don't know if I mentioned this, but the sleeves also had 10 capsules in them. So 10 capsules, eight or $9, 80 cents, 80, 90 cents per. This one is five capsules at $15. So literally it's $3 a shot. Now, excuse me, Jesus, I even like, I'm like a foot away from the mic and I'm like, I'm going to do a little, little inside my mouth burp that no one's going to hear. You guys, you guys heard that. I hope off on it cleans it up and I apologize for burping in your ear. These ones are $3 a shot, baby. 15 bucks for five. So three bucks. So that mistake was a $3 mistake. I still drank it, but can I say it was like any different than if I'd run half a cup of coffee into half a cup of milk with any of the other flavors? I, I wouldn't have really noticed a difference. So I'm going to try it again, just as it is as an espresso. And then I'll try it again properly in a latte and, and I'll let you know. But at the same time too, if you don't want to spend $3 a pop, I think me, it was the novelty of like, Ooh, a 20 year old coffee. Wonder what that tastes like. So paid the 15 bucks to try it. And I'll let you know when I don't fuck it up, how it is. I got to play, play, you know, I'm just throwing this out there. I got to play on the weekend, some red dead online. It's an, it's an old Western game. A lot of people are familiar with it. If you're not familiar with it, nothing I say, but it will really let you know, but it's kind of cool that some of the members of the internet family that I game with sometimes have never played Red Dead. So two of them bought it this week. I guess it was on sale or something like that. Two of them bought it. And so the rest of us who had played it before all decided to jump online together. And we played in a, in one of them old Western posses, you know what I mean? Bunch of horseback ass riding motherfuckers. And it was fun. There was, there was moments that were, that were a little annoying. Some of the group that I play with are very young and they take it upon themselves to kind of just fuck around. Like it's, it's basically grand theft auto in the old West, but I was cool to jump on and help some of the the, the players do missions. But then some of the guys who were, who were playing with us were just like, Hey, what if we just crash our horses into each other and stuff? So I just think it was nice. It was the first time that I think all five of us had played something together, right? Where sometimes two of us are playing something together, another two are playing something together. One of us is, you know, shooting the shit or watching or whatever. It was just nice. Again, like this is just throwing it out there that I'm, I'm, I'm being a little bit more social with some of my, my online friends so that I'm not at home at night, just by myself and, and, and feeling the feels right. As the young people say, but that was nice. I enjoyed, I enjoyed playing some games with my friends. So I'll tell you what, gang, why don't I just tell you guys the fuck is going on with those events, right? And then, and then we'll get out of here. How about that? We'll just give you back your day. It might be a little short one, but, but it just lets you know, I'm thinking of you and I'm getting it out on time. I did mention that I sold a rare item on eBay. I don't really want to say what that is. Used fleshlight? No, <laughs> it's, I, I just, I sold an item that I, that I acquired a, a long time ago. And it was, it was from an activation that I did a long time ago and I shouldn't have acquired this, but I think at the end of the day, we couldn't find someone for it to give it away and whatever. I ended up with it and I, and uh, I gave it to a family member. So it was actually, it was something I was supposed to give away and I did give it away, but this family member, just knowing that, you know, who knows, who knows what the future holds at the moment in terms of like where I'm going to be living or what I'm going to be doing or whatever. So they're just like, Hey, that thing you gave me, like, I don't, I didn't use it. And you know, maybe it'll be worth something to you. So I was like, all right, well, I appreciate it. I threw it on eBay and I did sell it. I sold it at a reasonable amount. So I'm very glad and grateful for that. But it was interesting to, to do the eBay process versus like something like Facebook marketplace. I didn't get any scam messages that I'm aware of because everything was done through eBay. So I'm just wondering like, if you like, I, I got an offer, I accepted the offer. Then it's like, did you want to pay, you want to buy your Canada post label right through us? And I was like, sure. And it's like, what's the size of your box or whatever. I'm like, oh fuck. Well, I don't have that right now. You know, it's something that would fit into like a little shipping envelope. So I went and I got a really nice reinforced envelope, came back 
measured it all up, printed the thing, you know, because I bought it on, on eBay itself, I guess I didn't have to put a tracking number or anything in because they issued me the, the tracking themselves. So I was like, okay, here we go in the thing, whatever. And they're like, okay, thanks. Great. You're all done. And then it told me like, you'll get your money October, you know, around estimated time, October 31st. And I'm like, I'm like, you know, I, I don't think it should take that long. I'm like, that means that that person's going to get the item long before I get paid for it. So I'm like, is there any particular reason that I have to wait longer than they do to receive it? You know, once they receive it, shouldn't I fucking get it? I would, I would really like to get my item, please. I'm actually, oh, my password doesn't match on eBay anymore. So let's try this one. Is that one going to work? Let's try that guy. Are we going to do the, on that one? Are we going to, oops, that's not a match again. Tired of brassings. Yeah. Turn on. Sure. I already told you yes to this before. Touch the ID. Sorry, gang. We're just going to see if the fucking eBay thing will let me through. I'll see if they say anything about, you know, what I'm expecting or whatever. Account settings, maybe my eBay. Yeah. It says offer expired, but at the same time, like I've already sold it. So what does that mean? Give me one second. I'm not gonna make you guys listen to me figure it out. I'll just let you know how it worked. One sec. Okay. Caveat emptor. It looks like, like the amount that I sold. So I sold it for like 865. And then I knew I had to pay 42 bucks for shipping. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to get my 800 bucks. I'm looking here. I'm like the total funds. It's telling me I have is 679. I don't even have them yet. Cause they're on hold. And they're still saying October 31st, as I mentioned before, but yeah, there was like a hundred and something dollars in uh, f- like fees and taxes. And I'm like, oh, it didn't say anything like that when I was posting how much the fees and stuff would be. And I'm very meticulous at like looking at every piece of information that's in front of me. So it looks like I'm, I'm going to receive, but a hundred and $120 less than, than I was anticipating. So balls to that. So there you go. There's learn from my mistakes. If you're selling something on eBay, it's not the same. You know, you don't have to deal with like the scam messages. Um, as I mentioned on the last episode, but I guess you do get hit largely. And it's funny too, because I sold, I sold the thing for 850, like $800, including, you know, uh, and then $65 in shipping costs. It was nothing to do with the product. And then the taxing on it was like based on, or, or t- you know, the rate of $935 times 13%. And I'm like, well, why 900 and something? I sold it for 800. It's not 900 and some dollars. Like, so whatever, eBay is a bit of a, of a, a fuck thing. Now, who knows? Maybe, maybe eBay's been hacked a million times. I could, I really don't know what's going on with eBay. It's been a, a hot minute since anyone did anything really talked much about eBay, but I guess it's a way to see more people. It's also an international transaction. The person in the U S is, is buying it. So there's an international thing on that, which was really not a lot of it to be completely honest with you. So yeah, I, I think overall, I guess there you go. I'm, I'm learning that maybe, maybe if you have something and you're like looking for, you know, maybe, maybe try the Facebook marketplace stuff for a while, but if you're doing eBay, I guess post it higher, like find out what's the, the, the taxes and stuff on that, because that's kind of shitty that, you know, of an $800 purchase, 150 is going, well, 125 is going to, uh, to eBay and its fees. I know like a lot of these selling sites, but I thought that was only if you push to promote it or whatever it is, that's uh 13% is a very high quote unquote commission rate for, for them for posting that item. So, you know, Hey, good for you. eBay getting a piece of that. So yeah, I, uh, I did three events. So let's talk about them. First one I did was for HelloFresh. And if you don't know what HelloFresh is, I'm sure you've heard it on other podcasts as well. HelloFresh is a meal kit, uh, 
system. You you pick how many meals you want a week and how many portions of each meal, and they send you a box that has all of the ingredients to make those meals at home for your family or for yourself or whomever you're cooking for. And one of the things that I noticed is, you know, we tried it a long time ago and it was, it was, it was fun. You're learning new recipes, things that you've never done before. However, some of the recipes that they have are really simple. Like some of them are like, Oh yeah, burger and, and potato wedges or whatever. And you're like, okay, so like burger and fries, but it's taken you 45 minutes to make it. You got to chop up the potato, you know, form the balls of, of meat with your hands or whatever to, to make the patties. Like you're doing it all from scratch. The only thing that's not like from scratch is like, they're sending you the buns and stuff like that. But I was like, well, some of these portions are like $12 per person at that meal. So if you're feeding four people, that's a $48 meal. And I go for 48 bucks, I could go through a drive-thru and get, you know, burgers and fries, you know? So I'm kind of like, I don't, I don't feel like spending an hour cooking to, to get the same result as me just driving through the drive-thru. Whereas like if they're making like tiki masala or, you know, like fish tacos or something like that, that you're not going to just get in a drive through. Well, it's fine. And and sometimes it's more valued, you know, to learn the, the, the menu and this and that, but I'm like burger and fries, not, not, not doing those, those milky boxes. So I decided to, I did the event, you know, and I was, I was a little apprehensive about it. Cause I'm like, I don't love that product. It is nice. It is fun. But I just, I just found that like, you know, I was trying to save a buck and when you get a discount off your first couple boxes, usually when you sign up. So I'm like, well, I want to make the most of that discount. So I want to order more meals. So I'm like, I'll cook every night and I'll have like, you know, we'll have like real meals. But what ends up happening is, you know, you get busy and you're like, well, now I have to cook. You know, like I want to, I want to just keep working on what I'm working on, but I can't, I have to cook because I got these fresh meals in the, in the fridge that are going, you know, that aren't going to be fresh next week. So you almost commit yourself to having to cook every night. I had some really, really good recipes in these boxes when I was doing them. Like I, I, I got to do a kale chicken Caesar salad and only because I forgot to change my meals before the, the box was shipped. So I never would have picked kale cause I never, I never thought kale was edible. Every time I tried to eat kale, it was just like chewing tinfoil. So I was like, okay, but, but because I had this chicken or kale chicken Caesar salad coming, I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to try you know, I'm gonna try to do it. And, and the first thing the recipe said to do was to like pour some of this oil over the, the leaves and then to massage it in. Well, that made them edible. And a lot of people with kale, like, oh yeah, you have to put oil on it first. I'm like, well, I didn't know that because you never have to massage oil into romaine or iceberg lettuce before you use it. You know, arugula, things like that. You just use it. So I'm like, I didn't know I had to massage the kale to, to make it fucking chill out. But those, those chicken Caesar salads were incredible. Like to the point where like, I think, I think that was one where I had a meal kit when I was living at Jay's and I was just making it for myself. So that was cool because I made the meal at like lunchtime, had it for lunch and then wrapped up the, the other half for dinner. And I was like, I was actually looking forward to eating the second portion for dinner. Cause it was like, that was super fucking good. So I, I certainly recommend it in a sense, but, but the best thing to do is to let people know that like, Hey, overall you're looking at about 10 to $12 per head. If you're not into that, like if that's expensive, don't do it. You know, for myself, the way I look at it is I'm like, I'm doing the promo at the show and the promo was your first box is 50% off. Your second and third boxes are 25% off and your last box is 15% off. So I totally was like, I'm going to just do it to, for the discounts, you know, cause you can cancel anytime. There's no minimums. You don't have to call anybody, just cancel online. So I was like, I'm going to do that again. Cause at, cause at five bucks a, a head, like a meal, that's pretty good. And the stuff that I've got picked out, I'm like, oh, that's gonna be great. And I'm paying five bucks now per meal. So I'll make the meal. I'll have one for dinner. I'll put the other one in the fridge and it's all, you know, healthy, real ingredients. So I'm, I'm making real food. 
And I don't mind that. So I'll have a meal and then I'll have the next day's lunch or dinner taken care of. And then I only pick three meals too, so that I, I can, I'm only cooking three times a week, which means I can have six meals and I only have to cook three times. And it's only costing me $5 a meal. You'd be hard pressed to find a gas station sandwich for five bucks. Right. So that's why I say like, I'm, I'm, I was worth it. It's worth it to me at that thing. And I, I was doing this event the, the event that I was at was called the, the parent child expo. So at the, you know, I'm sure that the company too was thinking, oh, like, oh, like family, you know, like parents and children, a little expo, like, Hey, who, who could use a little bit of extra time? You know, I mean, it's kind of a weird, weird thing, like not extra time, but Hey, who wants to take the thinking process at a dinner and you can cook for your, your, your family easy peasy with a meal kit. In that regard, it works. However, this parent-child expo, like the children that were there were like three years old, like max. So it was like a lot of babies, infants, and like incredibly young, like new parents, right? And so it's hard to pitch like, hey, do you guys want to cook for an hour every night? It's like, not really. Well, what about offering your kids like tiki masala and, you know, like, and, and burgers and like... You know, like it's like things that like little kids wouldn't want. So when they're, when they're a particularly small age, you're kind of like, here's a little, little spoonful of mashed potatoes. Here's a, you know, two or three things of broccoli and at florets of broccoli, 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 florets of broccoli. And, you know, maybe like a, like a few cut up pieces of chicken. So you're getting, you know, their starch, their veg and their protein, but it's simple. It's not covered in sauces and spices and everything. It's just simple for them. And then for, you know, mom and dad, they could put a couple of bits of sauces on theirs, maybe, maybe a few spices to jazz it up. But at the end of the day, you've made one meal for everyone. So I was saying that like with this particular meal kit, you're not going to make the thing for mom and dad and then make something completely separate for the kiddo. So I was just kind of like, I, I think that they, it was a bit of a misfire, this particular demographic, this venue, this, uh, sorry, this event, sorry, because it's just parents, they need time. And this is like a commitment to cook. And then now, if it was, like I said, if it was like five or six year olds where they're willing to try something, they can communicate. You can tell them like, Hey, it's just spices. Like, Oh, look how good that smells. Like you, you know, you get them to have a portion too. You're only cooking. Now you're, now you're making things a little bit easier and you're cooking for everybody when you're cooking, but you're not having to make two separate meals. And like I said, as much as the little kids would like the burger and fries, well, if you're $10 a head, $12 a head, you can go get a happy meal for less than that. And you're not spending an hour cooking. Like it's just a little bit of a misfire on this one, but I do have the promo code. If anyone listening is still interested, this should be good until the end of day Friday, maybe longer. But if you did want to try this, you can use the code that I was giving away for that expo. I've confirmed with my, my team that it's still good for this week and they're fine with me sharing it on the podcast. The code is all right. You ready for it? Get a pen, get a pen. It's H F P C E X P O the number one. All right. So what that stands for is HF is HelloFresh, PC was parent child, and then Expo, the word. Right. So HelloFresh Parent Child Expo number one. It's HFPC Expo One is the code. That will give you 50% off your first box, 25% off your second, 25% off your third, and then 15% uh, off your fourth box. And you can continue on with the, the the service if you want. But those first three boxes are at a very good discount to, like I said, your first box is going to be 50 to, or sorry, $5 per head. So whether you decide to do two portions or four portions, it's $5 a head. And then 
the second and third box, you're looking at 750 ahead. And that's whether you, whether or not you want to do three, four or five meals or, you know, two or four portions, either way you can, you can play around with it on the site. You'll see what the discount and it shows you what you're paying, but essentially it makes the meals about five bucks ahead on the first box, 750 ahead on the second box. And that's like good, real fresh food. It's delivered to your door. Shipping is free with that code as well. I'm actually, they're going to be and talking to HelloFresh on my behalf to see if we can get a code. Uh, that code works in Canada. I don't know if it works everywhere in Canada, but I believe it does. It's Canadian code. My American listeners, I have asked my my team if they would be so kind as to provide a US discount code as well. However, when it comes to, you know, Canadian companies and, and US companies, it's not always the same company that 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 uh, what do you call it works for, for both. So for example, like there's McDonald's Canada and there's McDonald's in the States, right? So I'm sure there's HelloFresh Canada and HelloFresh in the States. So I'm not sure if one company has, you know, access to do that for the other company. If it's a big enough thing, I'm sure they'd figure it out. But so until I find anything out, I might not even have a code for you guys. Like they're asking on my behalf, we'll see what we get. But for now, the one I know will work is this HelloFresh code for the last weekend, which is H-F-P-C-E-X-P-O, the number one. All right. That's code. It'll get you 50% off your first box, 25 off your second, 25 off your third. And you can cancel anytime. There is no, no minimums, no fees. If you need to skip a week, you can skip a week. You could tell your first delivery to come in like three weeks from now, or you can have it come next week. Like it's totally up to you. All of that. I just want you guys to know if you're looking for, if you've been considering it and whatnot, these are better than the deals that they send to your door. These are the ones that they do for expos and stuff like that. So, <gasps> excuse me. That's what I did with my weekend. Right across from us was, was like one of those they were called the keepers. So they had like tarantulas and, and turtles and, and, a and a boa constrictor. I'm just walking around. So like, it was also hard to have conversations with people. Like it went okay, but it was hard to have conversations with parents because the kids are running around like, you know, screaming and, you know, not wanting to stand there while they talk about meal kits and stuff like that. Also, you know, they've got snakes and spiders. So some of them are scared. Some of them want to go look, you know, and the, the parents, the mothers were terrified of those things. Every time the guy would walk by the snake, eh. it was just, it was difficult to have a conversation, but the people from the keepers were actually really cool. Like they didn't pick to be directly across from us, but it just made their it made their presentations and stuff like that just a little distracting. So uh, good people, cool stuff. Just uh, stay the fuck away from me. <laughs> Second event I did was the cannabis event. It was Canada's fifth anniversary, as the potheads were calling it. A lot of puns in the uh, in the cannabis world. And uh, I did that for my company, Reef. I like working with them. I don't get to do as many gigs with them as I like because there's not always some in Ottawa, but they were a good group. I've always enjoyed uh, working with them. Got to meet the owner, Sharif who named the company after himself. Like it's reef as in like a coral reef and the spelling, but, but Sharif is, is the owner of the company. Cool dude. It was an event for bud tenders. So essentially if you're listening somewhere and you don't know what a bud tender is, it's basically the people who work in the dispensaries. That's what they call them. And the, the bud tenders will give you your information, everything like that. So this was an opportunity for some of the companies that, that produce the cannabis to provide the bud tenders with some information, some samples, things like that for them to be able to try stuff so that they can make recommendations when they're in their stores and they had a bunch of different vendors and stuff like that. And, and my job that day was honestly just to check people in. We did it downtown at a store called Bluebird Cannabis and the, the Jesus, um, 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 the, um, the, um, sorry guys, just super aware of it. I'm also, my computer keeps flashing notifications at me, which was like, oh shit, I have to do that. Fuck. I have to get back to that. That happens to me every single week. And it doesn't happen until I start recording the podcast. I might add, you know, I'll get like one notification in a six hour period. And then as soon as I sit down to do the podcast, bang, bang, bang. 
Let's see. This universe is constantly teaching me to be more mentally strong. We did a place called Bluebird Cannabis, and my job was to just check in the bud tenders, the people who bought. Essentially, it was a free ticket, but they had to register. And the big thing, though, is that you have to have, I guess, not a license per se, but a training called CanSell, which is in Ontario, it's called a smart serve. So for alcohol, you have to have your smart serve. It just shows that you know, like the different amounts of alcohol so you can serve to people, stuff like that. And it just basically means you've been trained. It's kind of like a food handler's certificate where you just, you know, you know how to, to, to distribute and whatnot. When it comes to cannabis, you need something in Ontario called your can sell. And I, I had to do my can sell training to, to, to accept this gig. And then, and I had to make sure that everyone I was checking in. So they had to have like their QR code from the ticket to show that they signed up to be there. They had to show me their can sell certificate. And then they had to show me a piece of ID to make sure that the name on the ticket, the name on the cancel was in fact their name and not come showing up on some, you know, someone else's behalf. So that was relatively easy to do. And it was really only busy in the very beginning when all the bud tenders kind of showed up because no one, even though it was like a four hour window, not all of them were coming late They're They're like, yeah, most of these events, the people are, are excited to be here come right away. You know, there's not a lot of like, you know, people who show up late kind of thing. So the event was called a roll and bowl. So normally it's like. They do these different ones. I think they did one that was like, what was it? Puff and putt. So it was like a golf one. They did a roll and bowl, which was bowling. And then they do like bong and pong. So ping pong, basically it's like a, like a little sports thing. And they do like Nintendo Wii style games or whatever. But because of the way that everything was set up, they actually didn't have the space to do the bowling. So they still did the event, but they, they had to 86, the, the bowling aspect of it, but the event was called the Roland bowl, the bong and pong, I believe is happening in January. So if you want to get your can sell and get some free pot stuff, you know, that'd be a, that'd be a fun thing. I had a chance to chat with the different vendors, like periodically, like I was predominantly outside working the line, but I managed to go inside and, and talk to some of the people are very, very cool. Very, very cool people. A few different companies that were there. I remember Redican was there. There was another company called general admission. Dopio was another one that was there. There was a few different ones that I'm, I'm struggling to remember the names right at this particular moment. Some of the stuff is sitting right here on the bed. So maybe I'll get a name off of it. You know, what was the other guys? The nudes guys were there. Yeah. There's a few different companies. Yeah. Can you hear the crinkling of all the free shit I got you guys? Yeah. I'll have to, I'll have to, to circle back on that another time where you guys can send me an email. Oh, Divi or Divy D I V V Y was there. A lot of cool ones. And there's some, some new edibles coming out from no future that are going to have, you know, some pretty strong, pretty strong aspects to them is my understanding. But yeah, so I got to meet with them. I got a bunch of free stuff. They gave me free cannabis samples and gummies and things like that. And pre-rolls, except I'm not much of a cannabis user. So I'll probably just end up giving them away. But still super cool to get free shit that costs money. And I, I, it's funny because they said I needed to have my, my can sell to do the event. Cause I've done other cannabis events before that didn't have cannabis, but because this one had free cannabis giveaways, you had there, like you have to have your can sell, but I showed up and a few of my colleagues didn't actually have them either. I was like, huh? So I'm like, oh, maybe I wish I could have fucking saved, uh, saved some money. But because I had my can sell, I was actually able to receive, you know, some of the, the freebies because my colleagues said uh, that they weren't able to because they didn't have their cancel. So either way, it was a, it was a, a fun event, good, good times, good vibes, good, good community. Potheads are usually pretty, pretty chill, you know, accepting people too. So it was a nice little event with just, you know, a lot of good peeps. 
And then finally this week, the last thing that I did was last night, I did a TD Bank Gala. So this was an event for people with, I guess, like like for TD Bank here in Canada, they had clients and stuff like that. And they invited them out to this event at the National Arts Center. And what the event was, was like, they, there was this orchestra that did like a lot of classic rock songs. I guess orchestra isn't right, but it's like, it's almost like a classical music version of, of rock songs. So the event was, you know, they would show up, they would mingle for a while. There was all these hors d'oeuvres, food, drinks, everything in the foyer. And then, and then they would go in, listen to the show. We would turn the room over. They'd come back out for drinks and dessert afterwards. That was the event and what have you. So my job was to run a table, you know, giving the the hosts their name badges, giving the the guests their name badges. It was a nice event. It's funny though, because like some of the sales departments, like they literally would not leave us alone at our table. They were constantly walking around the table, looking at the name badges, trying to see who had already picked them up. Who's already here. It was just a very like, kind of like a bit of a needy look. I didn't love it, but you know, and it wasn't our team or anything like that, or the higher ups. It was just like, some of them are just so like, Oh, is my person here yet? And like, and every five minutes they would just come back and get our wig and look and see, I'm like, it's, I go, it's been five minutes. Like, I really got to ask you to, to please just give some space at the table. Cause people can't get to us because you know, you've got to keep looking at them. And there was a ton of the salespeople doing that. It wasn't just like one person, just a ton of them. Then they would come by, Oh, oh, I see my guests. I'm going to, I'm going to get them their name tag. And they would pick up their name tags and then run over to them. But we had parking passes for people too. So it's like, well, now we can't say, Hey, do you need a parking pass for downstairs? Because they've run off with the name tags and we don't even know who asking. So it ended up being a big thing where salespeople come back. Oh, oh, those parking passes. Do you have one for my clients? Like we, we ended up giving away like twice as many parking passes as people showed up to the event, which we should have been at about, you know, 50% parking passes because, you know, husband and wife would come together. That's one car, one pass. But so many people were asking for parking passes. We gave away so many of them. My, my thoughts are probably a lot of these people are just pocketing them to use at a later date or something who knows but it was just kind of like guys come on like like let us let us do our jobs the like i said t- the the td clients were were very very nice the bosses that i were working for were were great super organized everything like that like it was it was a busy event that had us had us going for a while but this one was nice because unlike the cannabis event which nothing wrong with that a shout out to jesse and sharif those guys were fucking awesome from reef i hadn't worked with any of the other reps before right but with the TD event, I got to work with Steph, Monique, Garner, and Rania, who are all people I've worked with before, love working with them. It's great. So that was cool to see people, you know, that I know and work with them because I was alone at HelloFresh and I was with strangers at, uh, at the cannabis one. So yeah, we basically just did our thing. That was, this was, this last night's event isn't one of those ones where I luckily get to go home with a ton of, you know, free stuff. I basically, someone offered me like they had all these real flower arrangements, and so I was like, you know, they're like, do you want one to take home? I'm like, sure. It's real. It smells nice. I'll put it on the, the island downstairs in the kitchen and hopefully make everybody in the house happy with some, some nice flowers. But, but that was it for that one. And, and that was kind of my week. It doesn't sound like a lot when I'm just kind of rapid firing it, but it, it, it was my week guys. That's what I did this week. I, I did a bunch of trainings for the events that I just described and then, and then put them out there. So what I have coming up this week is, is I'm going to be at the women's show doing founders original, but again, a, a group I've worked for a while now. I love doing events with them. They're great. They're fun. The women's show I did last year for Amarillo cream this year, I'll be doing it for founders original. That's actually where we met. So one year later, I've done a few events for them. Cause I remember speaking with, uh, with Jenny from founders and she was like, Hey, do you do like a lot of events? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, would you be willing to do one for us? I'm like, sure. So I guess it saves her having to drive all the way in from Toronto to do it, having, you know, myself boots on the ground. So 
That's wicked. I'll be at the women's show doing that Friday. A new game comes out that I'm excited to play because I am a child. I'm looking forward to playing Spider-Man 2 on PlayStation. It's a new Spider-Man game, lots of action and adventure, nice little escape for my dumb little monkey brain. So I'm looking forward to just kind of zoning into that on Friday before I hit my weekend of hard work and, and whatnot. So lots, lots going on in that regard, but yeah, I think that's, that's going to be my week. Honestly, like I've got to, I've got to meet up with someone tomorrow to get all the assets, figure out like, you know, all the, the things for founders original, and then I need to, uh, set it up on Friday and then go into the week. So I think I'm going to sneak, sneak in early morning Friday so I can play my game and then I'll be working my ass off all weekend. That'll be, that'll be things coming up at absolute comedy though. I do want to say that I believe on Tuesday. Tuesday, October 24th is my buddy, Matt Davis's comedy hour. It's called Matt Davis, colorful, a work in progress comedy hour. It's at absolute comedy, October 24th, one night only. You can get tickets at absolutecomedy.ca. I really, really recommend Matt Davis. You can hear me and Matt, Matt and I chatting on the podcast. There's an episode, a bonus episode with Matt Davis. So feel free to check that out first. If you want, if you need a reason to go see Matty, but he's great. I really recommend seeing his, his work myself. I'll be hosting at absolute comedy in Ottawa, November 14th through 19th. And then on the 20th, I'll be doing the Moose McGuire satellite room. And then I will be hosting and then headlining at absolute comedy in Toronto, January 2nd through 7th is the hosting week. And then through the 9th, 9th to the 14th, I'll be headlining. So any of these shows that I just mentioned, you go to absolutecomedy.ca to get tickets for January may be a little far out, but that's where you'll go. So just know, mark it on the calendar that I'll be there. Get your tickets a little closer to the date, but absolute comedy Toronto in uh, the first two weeks of January, November 14th through the 19th here in my hometown of Ottawa, I will be hosting for the very funny Ephthymios Nesiopoulos. Greek buddy, originally from Toronto, is now out west. I think that's great. I think that's great. It's going to be a lot of good a lot of good fun. I appreciate you guys listening. I'm sorry that the podcast is a little all over the place this week. Been doing a lot, not having a lot of opportunities to do stuff that I can, you know, really chat with you guys and bring home, but I'm glad we got to talk about coffee. I'm glad we got to talk about what other goofy shit that I, that I talked about. I'm, I'm excited that we're doing this a little more regularly and I'm hoping that the drought of, of, you know, episodes is, is over. And even as things start to calm down, I'll try to bang out an extra one of the old episodes that I haven't got out this week so that I'm, I'm actually catching up. I'm not just staying consistent, but I'm actually closing that gap of missing episodes for you guys. And I did mention last week about that, that game. Haven't heard anything from anybody. Normally I will have friends that I talk to regularly tell me about like things I talked about on the podcast, but nobody's even mentioned anything about that. So maybe, maybe there's no legs to it, but if there is, let me know. If you want to talk to me about anything, contact at onemanpodcast.com. I enjoy receiving your emails. Some emails I have received from episodes I have not recorded. Please rest assured that if you are someone who sent an email, you're like, Hey, you didn't read my email. It's because I haven't recorded that episode and I have saved that email for that, that week's episode helps helps give content to episodes that haven't been recorded. So, you know, in all these retrospectives that are coming, I'm looking forward to sharing with you guys, but in the meantime, hope you have a great week. Don't work too hard. And I look forward to chatting again soon.